Zeros. Thank you for tuning in to Zeros Talking Heroes, the podcast that can't make the scene if we don't have the green. I'm your host, Joe, and I brought with me two gods of mischief to talk to you about the movie The Mask. We've got sequel. The only podcast that has a picture of Calloway's wife. And Corey. The podcast is due back to the lab to get its bolts tightened! We've all been watching movies that aren't The Mask. We don't have fun stuff to do in the beginning of this one. It's late. We're doing a double. <laughs> Corey? I think so, yeah. What did you watch? I watched The Game. What? You used that for the movie game. Yeah. I did. I did. You know what it was? I was flipping around and I saw Michael Douglas and Sean Penn's name together and I was like, all right, I'll bite. Turns out it's one of my fiance's family's like favorite movies. Like They think it's like, it's like a classic for them. David Fincher. Right? I think. Yes. I believe so. That sounds mm-hmm. right. It's a thriller. Uh, it's weird. It's strange. It's a really strange movie. Uh, it's pretty fucking good, though. I'll give it to them. They, uh, they picked a good one here. Sometimes they, they don't. Uh, <laughs> Most of the time, they don't. You know what? Their other one is like The Burbs with Tom Hanks. And that's never been one that... that that's supposed to be a comedy? Me. I've never seen it. I just know it's yeah. billed as like a comedy. It's kind of a comedy. It's not good, but it's a comedy. It's, it's a perfectly fine movie. It's a, it's a nice, fine summer movie. Used to be on uh, Channel 11 on Saturday mornings. <laughs> a I'm lot pretty of... sure it's on Prime right now. It has been for like three months. Yeah, it's uh, it's not a bad movie by any means, but it just never like struck the chord with me to be like, oh yeah, I get why somebody would watch this again and again. Uh, the game, however, is super interesting to watch. It's about a game... And it's a very, very intense game, and it's it, it turns out really fun. It's got a really cool ending. I liked it. I liked the movie. Uh, the movie poster for that in Blockbuster, as a kid, vividly like sticks out in my mind. It's uh, Michael Douglas's face that's getting like taken apart by like puzzle pieces. Yes, yes, it's pretty cool. There is one part, and I'm not gonna. The whole point of a thriller movie is to deal with all the twists and turns, so I'm not going to say anything if you haven't seen it yet. But there's one part of the movie, I'd say three quarters of the way through, uh, you've seen it, right? Yeah. It has to do with the t-shirt that Sean Penn has at the end. Okay. Uh, that I was like, okay, this is the one, it's the one moment in the movie where I was like, you can't control what's happening here, like that's problematic. But otherwise, really good. And a bunch of my friends, well one of my friends has been putting up Facebook Messenger polls, and we've been voting on video games, uh, which classic N64 game we like better. And he just switched it up to Simpsons vs. Futurama, which is better, Futurama or The Simpsons. I voted for Futurama. I like it better. And it sparked a huge debate. That's a tough call, because there's... Prime Simpsons is better, but there's so much more good Futurama than there is Simpsons, and like, because a lot bigger percentage of Futurama is good compared to The Simpsons. That's my thing. Futurama from beginning to end is solid. Yes. Simpsons for the last five, seven, eight years have yeah. been yeah. awful. Yeah. Simpsons I, season three through ten is the sweet well, spot. They they use two to eight. They use they they said Simpsons two to eight is the prime, which I don't disagree with. But for me and my money, I'd rather watch Futurama, and that's what ended up happening. I sat down and I actually. Because the thing was, like, I said, I could watch Futurama. I could watch hours and hours of Futurama just straight in a row. Because I've done it before. When I was in college, it was always on late night. So I'd turn it on, and I'd just sit there and watch it till I fell asleep. Simpsons I can't do it with. So I tried. They, like, challenged me to do it. So I tried to watch... I tried to do the same thing. Three episodes of The Simpsons, 
and three episodes of Futurama. See which one I got through easier and which one I enjoyed more. Bias, I knew what I was gonna, what I was getting into. Three episodes of Futurama flew by. I was like, easy. Three straight episodes of The Simpsons, I was like, mm. Which three? Do you remember the three? No. By n- I, was it Homer in Space? <laughs> it was not. I wish it was. There were three good episodes. I remember picking episodes that I liked, uh, but I don't know. My favorite three Simpsons. Homer the Great, where he's the cult leader. Okay. That's a good one. That is a good one. Homer's Enemy. The late, great Frank Grimes. Okay. <laughs> Who lives... Grimey. <laughs> Grimey, that's right. He lives on top of a bowling alley. Let's blow another hole. <laughs> that's right. And Homer at the Bat is probably my, one of my favorite television episodes for any show ever. That's the softball one. Yes. I love that. Oh, it's so good. It's, it's the natural. Pretty but <laughs> I, I, oh, I love it. Like... <laughs> Clemens, did I make the team? You sure did. Woohoo! In your face, Strawberry. Wait a second. Are you Ken Griffey Jr.? No. Oops. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Daryl. Such a good one. Mattingly, the (laughs) sideburns. Sir, I don't think you know what sideburns are. But yeah, so that's all I've been watching. Hey, sequel. Yes, Joe. What have you been watching? Oh, God. No, I had a few. I was talking about The Simpsons, and I forgot them all. That makes sense. That's my bad. It's okay. It's okay. Simpsons is, is a good topic. It's a good time. I watched Rudy. Rudy. Nice. This movie's not particularly good, but you just, like, like it anyway, you know? Like, the story's so cheesy, it's so cliche. If you look up what the guy's life was really like, not nearly as storybook and glamorous. Although he did get a sack in the one play he played in, he mm. does get a quarterback sack. He's got a hundred percent success rate in sacks. Was it wasn't referred to as a sack by then. Sack only became a stat in like nineteen eighty two. Hmm. I mean, the ca- carried off the field thing was true. Yeah, since yeah, but there's something in that movie too that bothers me a lot. Just from a from a from a football perspective. There's a shot of Rudy watching a game in the stands, and it's Notre Dame against Penn State. Because you see the scoreboard, and Notre Dame just scores, and it's snowing out. So, I remember when Penn State went to Notre Dame, because they made a big deal about it, because it was his first road trip ever Penn State made to like Notre Dame Stadium. Rudy takes place in the 70s. This happened in the 90s when I was watching it. I just feel like that's an easy thing to get right. Just change the team. Make it, <laughs> make it something better. Yeah, well... In the first Ace Ventura movie, the Eagles play the Dolphins in the Super Bowl, so... Take but that point. could happen. Yeah, sure. You got the conferences right. If it was like a Dolphin versus, like, Bill's Super Bowl, then you you would have to take, take an issue with it. That's right. Oh, what else did I watch? I watched another movie. Um, oh, Halloween, the original. 1978, nice. John Carpenter's. The only one. That's really any good. <laughs> the only one I recognize. The one that comes out this Halloween is supposed to literally eliminate all of the other ones from the continent. Yeah, two included. Two, two included. Two on. It's it, it really is supposed, weird how they're doing that. It is supposed to be what, is, what will essentially be the new Halloween 2. Mm-hmm. In the actual canon continuity. Yep. It'll be Halloween and this Halloween. Good for them. Yeah. yeah. So Every spinoff is just that, right under the rug. That should be interesting. I'm excited to see it. Yeah, it's just there's something like uh, I had issues with in the trailer. I th- I think they're going to go a different way with it. 
I'm curious to see how it plays out. I've seen all those movies a bunch of times, so no matter what happens, I'll uh, they'll they'll get my money. Yeah, one way or another, they exactly. always get sequels money. <laughs> they sure do. That's it. That's it. I watched a few movies. I watched the movie Terminal because I rented it for 99 cents on Amazon. Not the Terminal. No, Terminal. Okay. This is a weird movie that came out like, I think this year, with Margot Robbie, Simon Pegg, and a couple other people. And Mike Myers. Mike Myers made his return to acting in it. (laughs) It's a weird movie. It's kind of like Atomic Blonde if she was a crazy person. Okay. And there's one really easy twist that I called like 15 minutes into the movie and then there's a pointless twist at the end that has no bearing on the story. I'm like, why did they pick this? <laughs> it's okay. I wouldn't recommend spending more than 99 cents to rent it. Although it's nice to see Mike Myers back on the screen. Hmm. Uh, I also got taken to the theater to see a movie. I saw The Meg. Oh, oh my god, that's a... It, that turned into like the blockbuster of the weekend. It, that did surprisingly really? well, yeah. I mean, it was... I don't think it outdid Mission Impossible. I doubt it. I have no idea. Might, well, they opened a week apart, I believe. Yeah, no, no, yeah. this opened... Yeah, this just opened last weekend, but it made $44 million this weekend. It was uh, pretty crowded in the theater I was at. It, it did surprisingly well, because, I mean, it's supposed to be like Sharknado. It's supposed to be some bullshit movie that's just like, oh, come on. Was it, it turned bullshit? into $44 million. It's pretty garbage. Yep. Like, Jason Statham's really good in it, but the writing of the movie is terrible. Some of the actors are bad. It's written and shot, like, just watching the trailers, it looks like any of those made-for-sci-fi movies. It looks like they're poking fun at themselves a lot. No, they're not. They're not? Really? The movie is serious. Oh, my goodness. And the movie's just under two hours. (coughs) Excuse me. The movie's just under two hours. It felt like three or four. Like... At a certain point, I'm like, okay, we went through a lot of story beats here. We have to be near the end. I'm like, this is weird that we're going to end it here. And then it didn't end. And then I thought they were going to end it, like, four more times. Ugh. It didn't end. Where I thought they were ending it, it was about halfway through. I was like, oh my god, this has been going on forever. It's awful. Stone it. Oh, two? That checks out. Yeah. One of those is for Statham. Like, alright, I'm just going to touch on something really quick. They have this movie jam packed full of cliches. Like he loses friends in the beginning, and he becomes a drunk and doesn't dive anymore. And then of course they get him to come back because his ex wife is in trouble and he goes and dives. They don't really do relationship, but like they made him an alcoholic. Never an issue throughout the entire movie. He's never drinking again. He never has the shakes. They just made him that just for to, the cliche, just for the archetype. It. It's so stupid. <laughs> <sighs> You're going to see the Meg regardless of if I tell you to or not, so just, True. you probably shouldn't. I'm planning on it. It's just, it feels so long. Let me know if it feels long to you. It's going to feel long, I know it is. I'm not excited to see it, I just have to. And to round it out, I watched a really good movie. I watched Creed, finally. Yay! Thank you, sequel, for letting me borrow it. You're welcome. Thanks for returning it on time. You got it. I wouldn't leave you hanging. Did you rewind it? Ah, oh, damn it. Fuck. Are you serious? I forgot you have to rewind Blu-rays. You're gonna get charged gonna, an extra dollar. Now. I'm gonna hit play. It's gonna be right on the end credits. That was really good. It was modern Rocky again, basically, with other stuff thrown in there. It's just updated. It's good. So now you've seen them all. I've seen all of the Rocky movies to date that I know of. Rank them for me, real quick, if you have it ready to go. 
If not, we is, don't have is to. Creed in there? Yes, Creed's count. Creed's in the universe. You're gonna hate. With you. Well, I'm sorry from the bottom or the top. Top of the top. Yeah. Best to worst. <sighs> best. Are we doing best worst or favorite least favorite? This is this is different. This changes the list. Best to worst. Best to worst. Probably Rocky one, Creed, Rocky three, Rocky two. Rocky Four, Rocky Five. No, no, no. Rocky Four. Ro- no, Rocky Balboa, Rocky Four, Rocky Five. Wow, Rocky Balboa is really high on your list. Rocky Four is surprisingly low on your list. For best? It's not a great movie. Well, in in all fairness... That's why I said it changes the list. In all fairness, two of them are good movies. The rest are, like, not that good. Two, two and a half are good movies. But Rocky Four is the one that made the most money. I'm sure it did, but it's not the most successful. A great movie. It's fu- it's a you fun like movie. Three more than four. Three is my favorite one. That is so. It's the only one he bizarre. boxes like an actual boxer. Mm, no, ah, uh-uh. Apollo not... Creed teaches him how to box like an actual professional boxer. He Nobody doesn't with lands his face that, in that one. many shots <laughs> in a boxing match. Okay, granted, <laughs> it's not that realistic, but at least his form is there. He actually looks like someone who could be fighting in the ring instead of just leading with his face. <laughs> well, the hey, fight, went into, he does lead the with fighter his face. the character is based on, that was his fighting I, I get it, but I like that part. I like a lot of 3 minus Hulk Hogan. Uh, well, I had the most fun watching 3. That's, well, sure. Shut up. movie somebody's favorite movie. <laughs> there it is. Don't even pretend <laughs> like it's even in the bottom half of the Rocky movies. It is. <laughs> Really? Yes, absolutely. No. And this is like popular opinion too. I don't get it. <laughs> the clever, the clever Lang is not in the bottom half of Rocky movies. Yeah, he's probably the worst opponent Rocky has, <laughs> in all honesty, as the main antagonist, with the exception of Tommy Gunn. I was about to say, with uh, the don't you dare, of Tommy Gunn. <laughs> For all the guys Rocky fights in the ring, that's the main antagonist. Clever Lang. Are you talking about? Well, I mean, that's about. a cheat because he fights the same guy in the first two movies. Well, and he's the probably the best antagonist that that we get, which is you know by design, and it's, and it's and it's fine. He's really the only good antagonist we get. He's not really. Never mind. He's the Dixon. a fine antagonist. <laughs> he's not even an antagonist. Kind of is. Not really. He represents the downfall of the sport. Yeah, but then they're friends at the end because at. The end of well, every boxing movie, they have respect for each other and they're friends. In the end, that's true. Every single boxing movie that's ever been made. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> super accurate. It's it's such a weird thing to do with an antagonist. It's really most sports movies. They do that in Mighty Ducks too, and Karate Kid. Mighty Ducks, Mighty Ducks too. Yeah, Mighty Ducks. Actually, not really friends in three. I haven't seen anything other than one in a very long time. Corey live tweeted two about a year ago. <laughs> that was fun. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> I got some shit for that, too. I think I gave you some shit for that. This you one's so You gave me some shit in person. I got a bunch of shit on Twitter for that, though. I'm editing a lot of this out. <laughs> anyway, that's what we've been watching. Let's do the movie facts for The Mask. The Mask came back way, way back. It came out way, way back in 1994. It's rated PG-13, and it's one hour and 41 minutes long. Director's name is Chuck Russell, although he went by Charles in this one. His notable other movies he directed are A Nightmare on Elm Street 3, The Blob, Eraser, and The Scorpion King. Like The Rock, The Scorpion King? That one? I think so. Wow. I didn't okay. bother clicking on it. Huh, I just I just assumed that was 
I don't know of any other Scorpion King movie. The movie stars Jim Carrey, Cameron Diaz, Peter Green, Richard Jenny, Peter Riegert, Jim Doan, and Amy Yazbek. The budget for the movie, $23 million. Wow. It did pretty well. It grossed $351 million. <laughs> $119 million of that was domestic. That's insane. That's like... That's a lot of money for nineteen ninety four. almost six times its budget. Did really just well domestically. Overseas. Holy yeah. God, my God. People can't get enough of that mask. As is evidenced by some of the scores... Rotten Tomatoes has it at 77%. Certified fresh. The audience doesn't really agree and has it at 64%. IMDb, 6.9 out of 10. Metacritic, 56, with a user score of 7.0. Those are the movie facts for The Mask. We're going to give you our general thoughts about it, as we normally do. Starting with Mr. Sequel. This is the first time I saw this movie in a really, really long time. It came out when I was six years old. I, it's I, it's a kids movie, I feel. I'm not a big Tex Avery fan. I did appreciate the Tex Avery tie-in because as a kid you don't really realize that. Probably don't know who Tex Avery. Six-year-olds probably don't know who that is. I don't particularly care for it now. I don't want to see it again. I'm sorry this with this one the poll. I get the popularity of it. I think. 1994, Jim Carrey is probably the best year any actors ever had. Well, that was that was the pinnacle. That was for the him. Year. Ace Ventura, Dumb and Dumber, yes. and The Mask. It's a pretty good it's a trinity. Goddamn year! Absolutely, I think The Mask is probably the lesser of the three, in my opinion. But the probably the biggest box office. I don't know. I guess probably depends on a lot of uh, when we'd it came have, out. We'd have to look that up. Yeah. Dumb and Dumber is an all-time great. I feel like yeah, but Dumb and Dumber flop. didn't make that a lot, a lot it was, of money. It was, a, it was a theatrical flop. Yeah, I know, but it has more staying power now. Oh, for sure. Yeah. No one quotes The Mask now. People quote Dumb and Dumber all the time. Absolutely. Me and a group of my friends literally do entire conversations that are Dumb and Dumber quotes. That's great. When we see each other. But I just remember as a kid, everyone going, smoking. Like, like, that was like the big thing. I did that. Right? <laughs> no one does it now. <laughs> No. But you get every once in a while. We landed on the moon. <laughs> it's outstanding. But yeah, I didn't care for it too much. Hey Corey, what do you think? The Mask is a childhood classic for me. I loved this movie growing up, and I think that this is the most Jim. This is when Jim Carrey was the most Jim Carreyist that he ever got. I think that this is like. He had, like, a style that, like, kind of came out in Ace Ventura, and he took it, like, whatever whatever character he, like, I don't know what the word is, quirks, I guess, that he used, beats that he hit in Ace Ventura, he turned them up to 11 for the mask. As a kid, I thought it was great. Going back and watching it now, there are three or four parts of this movie that I think are just complete dog shit and don't need to be there. I still enjoyed myself watching it. It was still a fun trip down memory lane, but there were like two scenes that I was like, I loved this as a kid, and I wish I wasn't so stupid when I was chi- when I was a child. What about you, Joe? I've seen this movie a few times in my life. I'm trying to think of how to put this. I don't think Jim Carrey was as Jim Carrey-ish in this movie as he is in Ace Ventura, because... Ace Ventura, he's on the entire movie. This one, as Stanley Ipkiss... That's fair. He is... 
more get, of a straight man, and he's crazy as the mask. You get glimpses early on, though. Yeah. You get like glimpses of it because I know mm-hmm. Stanley Ipkiss is supposed to be like a bumbling loser, right? That's yeah. how he's portrayed to be. But there's little facial expressions he makes. So I'm like, oh, he's <laughs> yeah, he's, he's getting in the zone. <laughs> His body motion when he like jumps out of the way of the car at one point, like yeah. early. But uh, I actually think this movie aged better for me than I thought it was going to. Okay, I expected to like it less than I did. No, because I think a lot of this movie still works, and there are things that fly under the radar that a kid wouldn't get that I caught this time, and I was like, okay, so somebody understood how to write a movie, or at least a joke, so that was it wasn't all slapstick and garbage. It's not the best movie in the world, but... It's by no means his best movie. No, but it gets the job done. There are parts of this movie that work certainly how they wanted it to. It's the highest rate of those those three that came out that year, and it made the most money by a lot. The Mask? Yes. Was? Okay. And Ace Ventura is... 107. Dead last for, uh, in terms of the three, for ratings-wise. Oh, rating-wise. Yeah. That's and, and, my and favorite and of the three. Second Dumb and Dumber is so good. Dumb and Dumber, Dumb and Dumber is good. very good, but Ace Ventura just will always hold a special place and in my heart. The Mask is Jim Carrey's second highest grossing film. That makes sense. He's not in a lot of big box office movies. What's his first, though? Bruce Almighty. Uh, a lot of people saw Bruce Almighty. That makes sense. Huh. Liar Liar is the only other one that's, like, kind of close. I love Liar Liar. Me too. Oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> liar Liar was still done in relatively soon after this was done. Yeah, 97, I think. 97, that yeah. sounds right. He was still in his sweet spot. Welcome to the podcast where we talk about Jim Carrey's acting career. I listen. He's weird now. Yeah. Like, like he was always weird funny, too, but, but this, now he's, yeah. like, weird, dark weird. He got, he, like, did the, uh, like, he went away for a bit, like, when he, like, disappeared. He did a lot, like, he really fell into, like, that artist trope, where, like, you talk about things very, like, hypothetically and there's a Netflix, artsy. There's a Netflix special of him with, like, this long beard. That right. movie, that's incredible. Is it? Yeah, but that's about that was about one of his movies specifically. That was the Truman Show, right? Uh, no, 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 it was uh, about uh, Man on the Moon, Andy Kaufman. Right. No, yeah. I meant that movie for some reason. Truman Show. Yeah, came it was it was a a doc, a behind the scenes doc about Man on the Moon, and it was unfucking believable how good that that documentary was. Truman Show is my favorite Jim Carrey movie. Fair enough. I mean, mine's Yes Man, but I like it. I'm. Yes Man's very, very good. You're not going to hear me say a bad word about Yes Man. <laughs> Eternal Sunshine. Ah, yeah, okay. See, I don't love that movie. I fucking love that movie. That's a good movie, but I I love Truman Show. That's right. So those are the general thoughts for The Mask for and a few other Jim Carrey movies. <laughs> <laughs> From here on out, we're going to be spoiling The Mask. If you haven't seen it yet, what is wrong with you? And we're going to let you know... Everything that happens, or at least the things that we deem worthy of talking about, starting right now. So, one of those jokes that you alluded to earlier, mm-hmm. I caught for the first time this watch. I've definitely seen it as an adult, but I, it, for whatever reason, it just... Every time, when he's doing the balloon animals with the gangsters... Oh, he pulls out the condom? He pulls out yes. the condom? Oh, yeah. wrong pocket. It throws that away? <laughs> I never re- rem- I didn't remember that at all. No, I no recollection of that being a thing until that moment. I was like... Holy shit! How did that get by me? That's kind of like in Conheads. Remember, he gives the, uh, yep, the condoms, some chewing gum, and, yeah, chewing gum, and like as it, like I remember my parents I'm like, oh, and then like as it, like I did, I didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> but like years later, I click like, oh, that's what that was. <laughs> oh damn! <laughs> oh, it's, so, it's so much grosser. 
Um, <laughs> the, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Did you ever have that moment, though, where you're not watching it, but it just clicks? And yeah. yeah. And you I've just start laughing. Moment. What are you laughing at? I just realized that... <laughs> <laughs> they were chewing on condoms yeah. and going, it never clicked before just now. <laughs> oh, I feel like man. I had one of those moments when I realized Will I Am's name is just William. Yep. With periods in it. I remember typing out <laughs> Sorry, Will Florida I Am. is just Florida. That too. I remember typing out Will I Am in an AIM conversation and it came up as a hyperlink that was clickable to get to like his website and it blew my mind. <laughs> that's, I, that's, that's, that's just great marketing. Yeah. So the mask is a good movie. Sure it is. Sure is. <laughs> or it's a movie yeah. anyway. The plot of this movie it's is better kinda, than I remember it being. Yeah, but it's kind of it's it's. I think that they they need it, but I don't care about it as much. Like I just don't. That's fair. I don't care about the bank heist. But they the, gloss over the bank heist. The bank heist is nothing. But that's the like, <laughs> it's the, the, it's the, the whole. Yeah. But that's ultimately the cornerstone, Yeah, right? it is. Because that's why Cameron Diaz is there in the first place. That's why What's-His-Face has an issue with the mask in general. You know, all, all of this stuff happens because of this bank heist. And they just kind of right over it. And they gloss right over it because it's the one time that Itkiss stands up to his boss as himself. Like, the re- memorable part about that is when he walks in there and starts saying that he's going to call the Fed on him, on his boss. Call the Fed! <laughs> Oh, that was, I really, really like that scene. I like that scene, too. I had a hard time remembering, and I, I mean, it, it, it told you as you're watching it, if Cameron Diaz's character was good or not, because she's casing the bank for her boyfriend Sure. in, in the opening scene. And then I thought um, Amy Yazbeck was going to be the main female love interest. That's what they set you up to believe. She turned out to be I, a I piece I totally of, forgot the turn. Yeah. Yeah, she turned out to be a piece of dog shit. Yeah. She yeah. turned out to be a piece of Sold her out for 50 grand. And she's like needlessly evil about it too. Right? You know how much it, it costs to keep an apartment in this city? And that was actually one of the... I... I don't know if I forgot... Actually, you know what? I, I will just openly say I definitely forgot her turn in this. Because at one point I, I remember sitting there watching and being like, you know what? Why... I get it. I get why Ipkiss is is going fawning after Cameron Diaz's character. Like who who wouldn't? She's clearly this the is sex the best spot. She's ever looked. It's oh, her yeah. film. Uh, it's her film debut. Yeah, yeah. She and she she peaked at first film. Not that she's unattractive mm, now, but I I've never been more attracted to Cameron Diaz yeah. than I am in the mask. I'm gonna disagree with you. I'm gonna go with something about Mary. Nah, no, doesn't, I think doesn't I think do it for me nearly as much. She's she's built. She's Build in this movie as a sex pot. She does like the fuck me eyes the entire movie. She's wearing like the tight pencil dresses that like really accentuate her curves. I, I this is like that hot girl's gonna get down, play some sports with you, and there's a that's bear. Man, man, it just yeah. it does it for me. Fair know. enough. Um, Everything but the Niners. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> so all that happens, and she's clearly doesn't even think about him. And he's doing that, tro- that that classic guy thing where it's like, oh, I really like her. Granted, there's this awesome girl right here that's much more suited to me and is clearly into me. I'm called bitch. I mean, it? it's a good message. Yeah. He was he was warming to her. Yeah, it's it's not like he was like completely ignoring Patty. What is her name? That might be right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Patsy. Peggy. 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 
It's Peggy. Yeah. She's the one he gives the tickets to at the beginning, correct? That's the same actress? That no, no, that's, that's not totally different. That's just another girl that he's talking to at the bank. Oh, yeah, that's the, yeah, that's the real woman. She's a brunette, I think. They look kind of familiar. Like They look a little she, familiar. She did, she did look familiar. I've definitely seen her in something, but it's not the same. Yeah, because that sets up... Peggy. Yeah, that sets up the... You're pathetic and you can't... He's the nice guy. He's yeah. the nice guy. You're the pathetic nice guy. Because you're going to let... You're going to buy these tickets to a show and then let her and her friend go instead of actually going with her. It says it's so creepy, too. Got these con- <laughs> got these tickets for you. And he has a, what, a Looney Tunes freaking comic in, his, in that drawer? I think so. I think it was Maybe. a Looney Tunes comic, yeah. He's really into cartoons. You guys ever read the comic book? No. no. I'm sure it's way different than the movie is. The artwork is, like, straight out of the movie. I think the, I think the movie does a true uh, CGI with the... Uh, that effect matches the artwork very well. Oh, that's cool. Hmm. I mean, they they do a good job at combining what he is into, into what, like, melding that into his personality as the mask. So he watches all of these, like... Well, that's what old Yeah, they put the line in that it reflects, like, your inner personality and your... Yeah, but it's not... It, it has more to do with... It's not even his Which, inner how does he know that? But... Yeah. <laughs> it has less to do with his inner personality... Or, it definitely does, but for me, it's like not only is it his inner his inner personality, it's also just what he enjoys. Where maybe he isn't that crazy and sex crazy and like eyes popping out and stuff, but he's just takes all of that type of media in all of the time. It's it's the, like just part of him. That and it's, it's the confident guy he wants to be. Yeah, I feel. But if it was one, but it, like you could be just the confident guy. Without the cartoonish aspect of it. But I think he watches that text every every tape meeting, like, man, I wish life was like that. I wish I could be like that. Exactly. God forbid, yeah, yeah that was a Charlie Brown tape. We've got a totally different movie. Yeah. He'd be missing all the footballs. <laughs> Milo be walking, walking around on two feet and sleeping. And dancing. <laughs> oh my, I want to I I see this movie. I want to see this movie so bad. I love Charlie Brown things. Mask 3? I guess we'll be on Mask 3, right? This would be the Mask 2, because they had Son of the Mask, which yeah. we don't pretend exists, because that movie's... I haven't seen it, but it looks absolutely terrible. Oh, it's awful. There's only one it's actor terrible. that's in both movies. They put somebody in both? Yeah. Oh. Is it his friend from the bank? I bet it's his friend from the bank. I don't think it's Richard Ginny. <sighs> I hope it's not. It doesn't matter. I think it's a cop. Callaway? Just a cop. That's Boone from Animal House, too. I yes, get over it that. is. I couldn't put a name to the face. I mean, I did when I looked it up and wrote down the movie facts, but... Before then, no luck. I love the two cops. I think that their that their chemistry in this movie is awesome. The dopey sidekick. The dopey sidekick and, like, the super straight-edge cop. And what's funny is I was listening to uh, a different podcast the day I watched this, and the guys on there were making a joke about there's always a dumb cop named Doyle. Or, like, all cops, all dumbass cops are named Doyle. Doyle, Doyle. Things of that nature, right? Yeah. So then I turn this on, and what is the dumb sidekick's name? Doyle. I was like, holy shit. I don't know if they were referencing this while they were saying it. Like, if that was, like... Maybe it's, like, an unspoken rule of, like, screenwriters and just writers in general. Yeah, I don't know. Because it was... dumb characters, Doyle. Doyle. Or Doyle rules. <laughs> it makes sense, guys. Holy shit! It's checking out so far. What is the name of the uh, the retarded character in um, Scary Movie? Dewey. 
Doofy, Officer Doofy. Doofy, Doofy. Close? Close-ish, yeah. Right, tiptoeing on the door. There's a sweet spot. I was going to play a joke that I watched Mask starring Cher. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You ever see that movie? No. No, but... Do you know of it? Yeah. They make fun of it, Family Guy. Yes, they do. Basically, is Rocky basically. Dennis the actor or the character? That's the character. I think the actor is Eric Stoltz. I'm not 100% okay. on that. Eric Stoltz's original Marty McFly got fired. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. I think he can still... Ben Stein is the only actor in both movies. Ben Stein's in both? Yeah. That checks out. I forgot Ben Stein was in this movie. I didn't know it was Loki's mask. <laughs> really? I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. That, that's one of the few things I remembered from this movie. I think it was one of those things that I definitely I didn't understand the reference that they were making when I was a kid, but they all but they add that caveat the night god, it's a Norse night god, so that the mask only works at night. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, that's my favorite scene in the movie. What was him? The... Him trying to show Ben Stein how the mask works. I don't know why <laughs> it just gets me because. He, he's putting the mask up to his face, and then he just starts doing, like, the mask dance as if that's going to work. Mm. As if that was the trigger. <laughs> but that's all... Again, slight plot problem there is he wakes up every morning as if he had no idea what happens when he puts puts the mask on. And then he then goes he just to take him, it off whenever. Yeah, and then he goes to the guy, puts the mask on, and does things as if he was the mask. Well, he knows moment. what happens... He, he, well, when he's the mask, he he, he remembers what happened. He thinks it's a dream in the beginning. Because, like, he, he sees all the... He's like, it's a dream. And then he opens his apartment and sees all the, the mess that he mess. made. Oh, I guess Money that's in fair. the closet. And he turns around and he's like... the second night that he... He turns around and he's like, that's impossible! So he remembers what the mask did. He just didn't think it was real. That's fair. The first time he becomes the mask, though, I think might be my favorite time he becomes the mask. Fucking with the landlady... Fucking with the... She pulls out a gun. <laughs> yeah. Fucking with, yeah, between fucking with the landlady, fucking with the mechanics, and... <laughs> that's, that's a rough... Ooh, I that's did. definitely something I missed. That's another one of the ones I missed. Yeah. When the cop's like, oh, we're gonna need a proctologist. What else does he do that first night? Isn't that the hoodlums? Like, the balloon animals? Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's the first night as well. Turns into a Tommy gun. Mm-hmm. Completely forgot that he did that whole balloon sequence. Yeah. But does he go... No, no, he does the... He goes to the club on the second night. Yeah. When he, Yeah, after the bank heist. So my far and away least favorite part of this movie was very surprising to me when I watched it this time around. Because as a kid, I remember really, really enjoying this moment. And it's when he runs away, jumps over, or like runs out of the park... Closes it up behind him, nails it all down, turns around and all the cops are there. And he breaks into a fucking musical number, and it makes no fucking sense as to why it's there, how he's seducing all of the other cops to get into it. Like, I just... It's just not necessary. It's, it's infectious. N- I was actually fu- perfectly fun with that part. Uh, <laughs> as a kid, talking with my friends across the street, talked about that part all the time. On the bus, on the way to school, on the way home from school, talked about that scene yeah. all the time. Doesn't work as an adult. It doesn't. It fucking <laughs> that is a movie. That is a that is a scene for the chicky kids. boom. Yeah. <laughs> chicky boom. <laughs> it doesn't. You know what it is? Also, the song doesn't make any. Like, why? Why did you pick that? Like, because he's a fucking crazy person. And again, that's out of Tex Avery cartoons, man. They do all that shit. That's weird. Yeah. That actually 
that scene leads to my favorite, like, slipped-in-there joke. Because they're talking about how ridiculous, like, the news cameras all caught the police dancing mm-hmm. and stuff. And it's like, the SWAT team got an offer to open in Vegas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, was a, that was a sly one. I was like, that's a clever line. Good job, writers. I can't believe there's less for us to talk about the mask than there was Teen Titans. <laughs> it's weird. I, uh, this, this is a pretty cut-and-dry movie. Yeah. I thought the villain was pretty good. Yeah, it's Zed from Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. Yes. Is it really Zed? Yes, it is. Zed's dead, baby. Really? Good year for him, too. Uh, he, uh, he looks weird. Like, he looks like he's glam all the time. Yes. He looks like a model. Because I, j- I didn't... Be yeah, because spoilers for my what I've been watching next week. I've been watching Training Day, and he's in that. He looks exactly the fucking same. Well, that's like... And it's seven years later. Seven? Only seven? Training Day's 2001. Yeah, okay. this is 94. Because I, I started laughing when I saw him come on the screen in Training because, like, I just watched The Mask, and I don't know anything else this guy has been. I think Faith has seen a bunch of things. I, I really didn't realize that it was Zed. That's Zed. I think now that you say it, I can picture him as being Zed, but... Yeah, I do that a lot with these 90s movies. I just pick everything else that they were in. I don't know. <laughs> I think he's a Jersey boy. Like he's from Jersey? Or, yeah. he's, or, he's, in, or he's in Jersey, Jersey boy. No, no, he's actually <laughs> from New Jersey. Bayonne, no, it's Brooklyn. Um, no, Bayonne is in Jersey. There's a Bayonne in Brooklyn, too. Is there really a Bayonne yeah. in Brooklyn? Yeah. Oh, New Brunswick? No, Montclair. Okay. That was like going to be my seventh guest. That makes sense. Sure. Behind Somerset and Edison. Oh, he's the bad guy in Blue Streak. Blue Streak, I'm sorry. I've never seen that movie. That That's a fun movie to watch. We'll watch that next week. Who Spoilers. Looked, who looked better, the villain in this with the mask on, or Bane in Batman and Robin? I kept thinking the same. <laughs> uh, wait, skinny Bane or like juiced up Bane? Juiced up Bane. Because he's pretty juiced up when he puts the mask on. Who looked better? I think the guy in this movie. I would agree with that. Bane's terrible <laughs> in Batman and Robin. <laughs> oh, Batman and Robin? Yeah. I actually really like his character when he puts on the mask. Again, like, they, they make a point to be like, oh, it's like your... It, it makes your insides be shown on the outside. Like, he's boring. He's just more of a dick. Yeah. And he can't be harmed by bullets. I'm shocked that they get the reason he takes the mask off. Yeah, that seems like that's a... It's arrogance. And plus, have you seen Cameron Diaz in this movie? I, I take the mask off to Kessler, too. I think you can do whatever you want with her after <laughs> everything goes down. But he's blowing, he's, she's dying in the yeah. explosion. So it's really weird if you start <laughs> kissing her afterwards. First of all, you gotta find her. You gotta hope her mouth's still intact. You can't, can't, <laughs> the logistics of this. Hover over her absorbed blow. But he's doing it to kill her because... Yeah. She tried to leave him for reasons. For reasons, yeah. Like she tried to, to leave. kiss you anyway. Yeah, no, it's dumb. <laughs> it's dumb. It's dumb, definitely dumb. dumb. But I... It's easier to kiss her alive than after she did. And plus it's weird. I mean, I think that this this movie doesn't... Didn't care so much. Like, the plot is... Like like you talked about before, the plot's pretty good. But it didn't care about sticking to it and making sure it's, like, a like real tight-knit, like, clean start to finish. Because oh, yeah. that's not whole, what's important. Yeah, the whole no. movie's entirely implausible. Yeah. It's a mess that makes you indestructible in a cartoon character and insane... Yeah. Well, for him, the other guy just made him a more muscular dick. Well, he got, he got, he got. That shot was weird for him. 
Let me try that again. <laughs> muscular dick. Freezing. Oh, veiny, just, muscular. Just made him a larger dude and more of a dick. Mm. You just take two. <laughs> he also had his mouth become a machine gun there. That's the only part of that that I like. Yeah, same. That was like his unique power set. I like the dark cloud that came over it. I mean, the graphics in this are good. Yeah, very good. They're mm-hmm. surprisingly good. How I like it looks. Yeah, and that's a relatively small budget to make it look this good. I mean, it's supposed to look cartoony, and if this movie came out today and those were, that's the graphics it we works. got, I'm perfectly fine. Yeah, it holds with up. It. it holds up fine, very well. Which is shocking. Like usually, these movies do not. Every other movie that we've done in this general time period, we're always we always kind of critique. Like I don't think it held up. The budget was like twenty million dollars. Twenty three. Yeah. yeah. Was that good for ninety four? I don't know. I, I mean, mean, I'm sure it's, it's on the. It seems on the higher end for ninety four, probably. Because thinking about the actors that are in it, they didn't really probably make that much money. Jim Carrey is the most famous guy. Yeah, Cameron Diaz. This was her first movie. Right. There's, want, no, there's no one of the real names in yeah. this. No, they wanted to get Richard Gere to play the uh, to play Kellaway, the cop. Mm. They turned it down. I I'm kind of glad. Yeah, they I can. Did. I can see the Peter Rieger, or whoever his name is. Yeah, he's mm. like he's like a poor man's really Richard poor Gere. man's Richard Gere. <laughs> Soup kitchen Richard Gere. Wow. <laughs> Oof. Woof. Shots fired. <laughs> Defend yourself if you listen. <laughs> That scene where he gets arrested in the park, though, and they're, like, searching his pockets. Love that. That's my favorite oh scene. My the God. first scene is my favorite scene. Fuck. The, the, as they're pulling everything out, just one thing after another, picture of Callaway's wife. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it says something in the corner of the picture, yeah. too. With love. Oh, no, no, like, like, or like, hey, lover, and then her phone number or something. Something like that, yeah. That's actually a really terrible joke. Like, not like from a funniness perspective, but just like... An offensive She's She's having an affair with the mask. <laughs> Supposedly. Did he just... I'm assuming he probably just doctored that. He probably just stole the photo and had that himself. But like, there's like a weird level to that that makes the mask a good, terrible person, if that's true. <laughs> I mean, I think it was one of those things where he just... It's a, just another cartoon trope. Having everything in his pocket and yeah. something to like really yeah. piss off the person that's searching him. A bazooka. I have a permit for that. <laughs> My favorite joke in the movie, though, is, is at the very end where Callaway wants to arrest Ipkiss, but the, uh, was that, I guess, the police chief's telling him no? Mayor. The mayor. The mayor, because yeah, yeah. he, he, he saved all of our lives. Then the dumb cop's like, I gotta shake your hand, sir. Because <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> Dorian Tyrell's the mask. I saw it myself. <sighs> the pajamas were stolen. Looking back at the scores, though, for the other two movies that came out in 94, I'm shocked this is the highest rated. I really am. That's very surprising to me. In reading the Wikipedia article... Um, they hit what they set out to do. It did well with uh, Siskel and Ebert, too. They both had high praise. This is back in the good old days of Siskel and Ebert. <sighs> yeah. I mean, it. again, it, 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 I remember... Seven-year-old, 1994 Corey being like, this movie is fantastic. I don't know how many times I watched it as a kid. It was a lot. It's just 30, almost 31-year-old Corey is like, eh, eh. Did you see it in theaters? Definitely not. Yeah, my parents didn't take me to see it. I'm pretty sure I didn't see it in theaters. Definitely not. I don't think I saw much of anything in theaters when I was that young. I went to the movies a lot, but my parents were very selective. They did not like Jim Carrey. I remember, like, I was the last kid in school. It feels like the Silly Series Ventura. 
It's terrible. <laughs> this movie's really over the top. It is. Like, needlessly so. Like, the one thing I can't stand about this movie that made me cringe every time he did it, when he was the mask, he did the, with his mouth. Yeah. For no reason. Just, he punctuated sentences with it. <laughs> I was like, what is that? Did they make the mask into a cartoon? Yes. yes. Do you remember watching it? No. Yes. I, don't I couldn't tell you anything about it, but I know I watched it. I remember watching the Eastern Terror cartoon. I didn't I know that had a cartoon. Yeah, very short-lived. I remember the monkey was really funny at it. <laughs> so when I said my least favorite part, you had your fingers crossed. What was it about? I was just hoping we were going to have the same. About, uh, it was that, with the thing, or? No, 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 no. My least favorite part of the movie is the, the Tina dance number. It's just, eh. The one in the lounge? Yeah, the one in the lounge. Also fair. It goes on very long. It is a very long scene. I'm like, this doesn't add anything to But she's movie. singing and dancing? Yeah. That one? And then he joins her and it just goes on. It gets better when he joins her because she's just like, he's doing the thing where he's the cartoon wolf mm-hmm. at the table and mm-hmm. it's just like, ah. You know what? The, I don't hate that scene because it's punctuated with his best friend who's helping him with the bank heist, who's actually like pulling off the heist being shot and up there and all that, I thought that was awesome. Like, it, it was surprisingly emotional. Granted, you shouldn't feel bad that a bad guy got shot by the cops, but at the same time, he's not guilty of anything. He never got into the bank. Yeah. He just kind of got it pinned on him. It's just yeah, the musical was, number part I didn't like. Like, that part is good. Very surprised when, was, when that guy died. Yeah. I didn't remember that happening. No, I was like, wow, yeah. this, is, this is crazy. <laughs> well, the, the last thing the guy... The last thing he was asked to do was suck on a cigarette, too. Yeah. Hey, suck on this. This will help you. This will make you feel better. Mm, maybe. My least favorite scene is probably the uh, Amy Yazbeck turn. Okay. She's just so needlessly mean with it. Yeah. It like, is. I get, I understand the motivation, but, like, she didn't seem like the kind of person who would also be just, like, callous and, like, cold about it. Like, he's in here... I found out all the stuff you needed. I just found the whole love dynamic difficult. It was weird. It was weird. I didn't know who to root for, who to root against. And I, was, uh, yeah, I forgot which one of them ends up with him. Yeah. The thing is, I think... It's muddled. It, it, without, that, without that turn, you could go the whole movie and be like, I still think you should have wound up with What's-Her-Face, with Peggy. But by having that turn, you're like, okay, good, now we can focus on the one that he's actually interested in and call it a day. That's what it does. I don't think it's necessary. I agree with you. But that's probably the theory. That's the mask. Did we do favorite scenes? Oh, yeah. Yep. Did you guys do yours? I did. The frisk scene. All okay. right. Yeah. It's probably one of my favorite parts. And my the first that or the first time that he turns into the mask. When he's when he de- right. dealing with the land, landlady. Mm-hmm. Amazing. And to recap, mine is showing Ben Stein how the mask works. <laughs> Is that going to do it for us? I think so. All right, let's rate this some bitch. What we do is we rate movies that we review from 1 to 6 Infinity Stones. That's our scale. 1 is the low end, 6 is the high end. If you give it 6, you can also give it a gauntlet. Let's find out how high or low we rate the mask. Starting with me. I am going to give this... I'm going to do this short and sweet because it's warm in here. It's been a late night. I'm going to give this movie 4 stones. I think it... I would watch it again... Probably not for a little while, but I mean, Cameron Diaz alone makes this very rewatchable for me. I, the movie works a lot better as a movie than I thought it would. Going back to it, I was apprehensive, but a lot more of the movie still holds up than I thought would. So it's it's not a bad watch at all. 
Four stones for the mask. Who's next? I can go. I will mirror Joe with four stones. I think when it hits the beats that it wants to hit, it is really, really good. I think when it has a couple things that miss for, that are swings and misses for me. But I know for a fact that there's going to be a point in time where somebody's going to be like, I don't think I've ever seen the mask, and I'm going to strap their ass... Without my VHS copy. I'm going to strap their ass down to the couch and uh, turn on my Amazon, because I bought that shit. Oh, you bought it? Yeah. Nice. It's a movie I liked enough as a kid to want to go back and rewatch. Um, I don't think it was very expensive. I think it was like nine ninety nine. Yeah, it was ten bucks. I I rented it, and I was a little bit disappointed I didn't buy it. Yeah, well, that was the thing. I think it was like four ninety nine to rent too. It was only like five bucks first ten was, bucks. I think it was three ninety nine. Was it three ninety nine? Yeah. Either way, it was only like five six bucks more to buy it. I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna buy it. Four stones. I'm going to be a notch lower than you guys give it three stones. Because, again, I don't like Tex Avery. <laughs> it's, it doesn't work for me. I get why people like it. That makes sense. But it's my rating. And, I <laughs> and damn it, I'm going to do what I want. Yeah, Jim Carrey is very good in it. Cameron Diaz looks amazing. The jokes work. It, it's, a, it's a funny movie. Just not for me. Three stones. And it's funny that you mentioned buying it. I never see this movie available anywhere. Yeah. Because I, I buy stuff all the time. I, I feel like I, it would be I, like a five dollar bin movie, DVDs. It's super, I just uh, for DVD maybe. I just looked up. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, you do Blu-rays only. Uh, I know. Yeah. Not that you would own this one. Sixteen ninety nine. Corey is within a dollar. It's fourteen ninety nine. Yes. Although always you, true within five bucks. <laughs> all right. How much would the the mass Dumb and Dumber combo? Is it one? Blu-ray? Just those two. Just those two. Blu-ray. Twenty nine ninety nine. Twenty five ninety nine. Combo ones, if it's two different sets of movies, are always cheaper. Really? Yeah. yeah. People don't want to want to do that. Because uh, they want their individual boxes. They want the individual boxes. They want the, There's no special features with these. That's or, true. Or yeah, so that makes more sense. They're than... pain in the ass to shelf. Seven eighty-eight. <laughs> Seven eighty-eight. We're gonna have to adjust Corey's. Uh, it's worth yeah, eighteen dollars. Well, you know, that's, that's a piece of information I wasn't aware of. Now I can be more accurate. <laughs> yeah, but if you got like. Kingsman 1 and 2 combo, that's like close to 30 bucks. Yeah. One of those movies is so good. One of those movies is okay. Right, but if you bought the first Kingsman, it'd be like... 20 bucks. Right, the second one would probably be about 15, so you're making out on the deal. Yeah, I guess that's true. I already own both anyway. Doesn't matter, let's end this. If you want to let us know how you would become the mask, how the mask would be if you wore it, send that in an email to us, zthpodcast at gmail.com. Boom! (laughs) Startling. Oh my goodness. I'm sorry, headphone users. I'll try to shave that down. Crank it up. (laughs) You can also find us on Twitter, at ZTH Podcast, or take a picture of us wearing your bright yellow canary suit. Send that to us on Instagram, at ZTH Podcast. Post a video to our Facebook wall of you saying smoking. Let's bring that back. Or somebody stop me. That's right. That's but don't post a video of you smoking because smoking is bad for you. Yes. Facebook.com slash ZTH podcast or search for Zeros Talking Heroes. As you all know by now, zeros and heroes end in ES. I'm not that's gonna be the last time I say that. Wow, okay. <laughs> Taking it away. <laughs> way to way to take a stand. <laughs> I approve. It's fine. No one listens anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, go on to iTunes. If you want to give us a five-star rating, that would be smoking. (laughs) And nobody's going to stop you. No one will stop you. 
Uh, hopefully not. <laughs> Unless there's some finger waggers at iTunes. They're like, no. Unless we have a rival show that goes around stopping people. Heroes talking zeros, they just talk about us. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Batman, uh, Superman, and wow. the Flash sitting in a room talking about us. Yo, if we were like... If that's true, I want to hear that. If part. we had like a big... Like if, if if the show was huge, if it was big, mm-hmm. do you think we could get like a Chris Hardwick style after show called Heroes Talking Zeros? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. <sighs> in this awesome. in this fictional universe, I'm gonna say yes. Awesome. <laughs> so go on iTunes. Give us a five star rating. Help us boost our appearance in the iTunes Store or Apple Podcasts, whatever app you use. Rate us in it. If you want to review us, that's cool. We'll read it on the air. Totally your call, though. And if you don't want to be bothered to do that, like I say every time now, just tell people about the show, Zero's Talking Heroes. We have business cards. You probably don't have them. So, you know, just write it down on a blank business card or on the back of one. It's the same deal. I need more of those. i got to hand those out. I will get you some when we're done. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you for joining us for our episode on The Mask. Next time, we're going to be... Getting back to the MCU for a little bit, we're going to be doing Avengers Age of Ultron. As always, on behalf of everyone else, it's my job to let you know that every movie out there is someone's favorite movie. The Mask was the favorite of so many seven-year-olds.